The current spoiler warning level is, Ember. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Amber. We're talking about a machine from After War Gundam X and its variants from that show uh, for most of the episode. And then later on, we have to give a spoiler warning because we're going to delve into some machines from Build Fighters Season 1 and from Gundam Breaker Mobile. Now, the reason it's Amber specifically, because usually for build fighters and stuff, we don't think of it as being that high of a level, is we do discuss some, like, relevant plot material to an extent. Um, so it is kind of spoilery um, for specific, like, character developments in build fighters. If you're not worried about that, then go ahead and listen through. But if you are, we'll give a warning at that time and feel free to tap out. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista and G. We're here for Mecha and Mecha-associated friends. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. When you say Mecha-associated friends, what falls into that category? Like, what do we talk about that isn't just Mecha in general? Like Mobile a ball? Armors? No, a ball. Th- those all still fall under the categorization of Mecha. I think. Mm. Like, I think a ball is still a Mecha. A ball is, but, like, a G-Defensor isn't. Do we have the G-Defensor on its own on our list? We don't have it on its own, but we'll talk about it. I mean... I mean, we talked about, talked like, about the G-Sky yeah. and stuff, you know? Like, That's... we talk about things oh, that are not But then mecha. again, it, it sometimes... I've, I've, I've heard, like, the G-Armor alternatively referred to as G-Mecha, so aren't they still Mecha? Well, but that's part of this is part of the the uh, American uh, Japanese divide on the term mecha, where in Japan it's mecha just for mechanism, and a tank is a mecha. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Uh, hey, let's roll a die. Okay. Let's see what happens. You insist. Uh, uh, I mean, we we could also just not roll one. Okay. Adventurous new territory. Let's draw. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, Dylan, <laughs> where can people find you? <laughs> we could draw a card, perhaps. Uh, I don't. Ha- I'm not prepared for that. Maybe next time. I got some. I got some Pokemon cards around here that came with my uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You know, but. Um. All right. Let's ah, roll. Went off the table. Let's oh, try this okay. again. Going great. Ah. Uh, Bodes well for the future. Seven. Which is let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh. Uh. uh I guess we're, we're. We should do. We should do after war because the thing is, I never accounted for the fact that we can't roll late UC anymore. So oh. technically, technically, we only have seven things on this list, which would mean we would be going to correct century. And there are so many things we can roll on correct century that we could not we actually could not talk co- about. Cover yeah, without it being a bonus. That's fair. Let's do after so. war then. We'll do after war. Okay. And while we're in after war, let's talk about. Off the table again. God damn. Bad luck today. Excellent. Okay, uh, let's re-roll. Because uh, that's the one we don't have. We got a 10. Let's talk about the GX9900 Gundam X. Oh, alright. Yeah, the Gundam X. This will be... Okay, so this will be interesting because we... This is... Uh, 
sorry, Vestige of the Past, we had talked about the double X already, actually, in a bonus. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because again, the way we do the show now, we generally just talk about all the variants. Like, if we had rolled X, we would have also talked about the double X, you know? Yeah. But that, that, that was in ye old days. That was, like, one of our earliest, like, bonus ones. So... It's gonna be interesting to talk about, but uh, for the for uh the good old Gundam X itself, the GX nine nine zero zero Gundam X, uh the GX the Gundam X, whatever you want to call it, uh this is the first main Gundam of our you know uh our favorite show. I I almost said this and my brain's like oh no um or Jackson, or whoever is going to correct us. I almost said After War Gundam X instead of uh, New Mobile Century Gundam X. But, uh, you know. I'm going to call it After War. Write in if you want. <laughs> Fair enough. Write in to Six. Don't write in to me. <laughs> I've, had, I've had my talks on this subject. It's fine. I mean, the timeline's called After War, and so I'm going to go with that. Fair enough. But, 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 uh, Shinseki. Kido Shinseki. Yeah. Well, I guess what? I'm not Japanese. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> all right, I hate to break it to everyone. A real, a real plot twist after <laughs> so many episodes. I'm not actually Japanese. Gundam X. The Gundam X is the main Gundam of Gundam X, uh, at least at first, uh, until, you know, it's its uh, mid-season upgrade, which is typical of this era. Um, but uh, looking at the design, we've got a very standard Gundam-type head, but with some cool additions, so uh, this Gundam has both, you know, okay, so the face itself, very standard Gundam face. You've got two vents, you've got a red chin, you've got red eyes, well, not red eyes, red lining around the eyes with green eyes. Mm-hmm. You've got a double V-fin, which is pretty nice, actually. The bottom V-fin is actually very, like, thick in comparison, uh, mm-hmm. and the top one is your standard, you know, pointy V-fin. Um, it, it, interestingly, the head jewel is kind of like implemented into the v-fin like it's all one color like there's like a separated section that looks like you know your typical head jewel but it's still yellow um Mm -hmm. other thing you get is for the mohawk camera it's actually red around the camera at first and then you've got like the actual white armor behind it um which is a little different usually it's just like a camera inset into the white armor um the head the the vent design on the head looks very Gundam wing to me at least mm. um yeah i can just see looking that at, like the cheek like the cheek vents and stuff um and the cheek vents go all the way through which is it's a it's a cool look on the back of the head you've got some more vents uh throughout little minor details like you've got the triangles on the back of the head and stuff just little minor things that you expect to see but it's i think it's a fairly solid gundam head for the time i actually like the gx is the thing um mm-hmm so fairly solid head design looks pretty sharp you know i i sometimes complain about like the stagnation of gundam designs in the 90s especially with okawara but i i think this is fine um moving on down the chest is um i'd say it's a pretty unique chest actually i do quite like this as well You've got it feels like sort of victory-esque to me almost yeah it's got way more of like that kind of feel um so the chest is like you've got like a lot of rounded armor on the top of it, like on the collar, on the top of the chest, in the middle, etc. Um, as you move down, you do have vents on either side. You've also got Vulcans in the torso, which I mm-hmm. think are pretty cool. Um, I like these. 
just you know Vulcan on either side in the red part. Oh, really? I thought I thought you didn't like it when they put Vulcans here because how would you aim them? Um, I like the way these ones look though. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> also, these ones okay. being lower is actually a little bit. So here's the thing: collar ones are weird to me because those are the ones I've mentioned before. Collar ones, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, these ones are a little bit better to me because they're in the middle of the body, so they feel like they would be easier to aim, especially in space where this Gundam is ostensibly meant to be used. Because you're rotating there. Uh, it feels a little... It feels better than offset on the collar on the upper half of the body. It just doesn't feel as bad to me. I can't explain it. It just... These feel like a better placement for me. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, to be fair, there is another collar Gatling on this that also probably makes me appreciate these more because uh, and we'll talk about that when we get to the backpack even though it goes over the collar um i think these ones are fine um to be fair actually they're not as fine as i was remembering because there's four wait no there is four of them right yeah 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 there is four okay cool just making sure because one of the shots of the torso i was looking at i'm like wait they've been drawing the barrels but yeah no there are four that also makes it better to me is the fact that there's four <laughs> Who needs to aim if you have four gun? Good. That's fair. That's fair. Though they're all pointing at the same thing, so, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, look, I can be inconsistent. It's, it's, look, I'm far from the only person who has been inconsistent from Mecca on this show. I know, but it's just that's why I'm here, is to be consistent. I I just said I'm not the only person to be inconsistent on the show. I know. We have well, I could be referring to uh, <laughs> some guests we've had. My main reference may have been to, you know, the person who has been on every episode of the show with me. I don't know why you'd say that. That doesn't make any sense. All right. Anyway, moving on. Um, so besides the torso gatlings, you've also got uh, something very common in this era, though I like it more because of its function. You've got a bright green jewel in the middle of the chest. Um, mm-hmm. I do like this one more as like the receiver for the uh, microwave. I just think it looks cooler. It, it Having a function makes it cooler to me than, like, you know, ha- everything else that has one. Especially all the art where it's, like, translucent, where you can kind of see through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, good. really like that look. Mm-hmm. Also, the Master Grade kit of it looks amazing with the uh, translucent pieces there. It just looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, should mention that the cockpit is actually, so that top, little plate of armor the reason like it's rounded like that and stuff it folds open that middle section and it just folds down and that's where the pilot pops into the torso actually it's a very upper torso located uh cockpit as opposed to like you know ones where you tend to have them more in the belly um but it but it makes sense because it's got that gem in the it's got that gem in the middle and they need to make room for it yep plus uh i mean this is in the era of slightly shorter gundams too so Mm -hmm. true having it raised doesn't feel as weird like if it was at the top in like something like the new gundam it would start feeling weird it's actually like the only reason i feel weird about the sazabi is you know cockpit in the head but uh mm. yeah like uh i guess in that case it's cool just because it's different but you know if it was upper torso it'd feel weirder um anyway uh but yeah with the x though so moving on uh so, the, oh, should note, though, on the torso, actually, another thing is, even though this uses tricolor, this uses a very interesting shade of blue. This is not your standard Gundam blue. It's kind of like a teal, I want to say. Uh, 
which I, I think is neat. Um, I the torso it, having like all this color actually is really cool to me because the torso's got only a little bit of white, really. Um, it's mostly blue, red, and uh, yellow because of the chest vents, and then you got the green. Like it's mm-hmm. like a bunch of blocks of color all in one spot, and it doesn't bug me as much because the arms. So there have been times where like I've thought like the arms and the legs have looked too plain, but on this design, um. So, you have all the color blocking in the middle, and then when you look at the arms and the legs, they actually have pretty similar color blocking on the arms and legs because of, like, the, um, purple pieces that are, you know, like, inset in the shoulder or on the forearms that are also on the calves on the leg, and then in the side skirt. Like, this has, like, a consistent pattern to it, which mm-hmm. I think is, makes it appeal to me more than some of the other 90s Gundams where I've complained about them being plain. Like, um... Just to mention them, so the shoulders, you've got these big shoulders, um, the front of them is just, like, the front and back of them are just, like, your standard square armor, then you've got this big piece jutting out thrusters on the sides of them, as well as, uh, I, I call them purple because, you know, I would say they're purple, right? Like the, yeah, 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 they are purple. Sometimes Wait, they look more which gray. Which part? Uh, on the shoulder and the forearms. No, looks... that's just blue. Is it blue? Because, like, let okay, me, hold on. Well, okay, let me change the art I'm looking at. I'm looking at... Yeah, there's me, no way that's purple. It feels like... Like, I'm looking at, like, this art, right? Or, like, on the Master Grade kit. Okay, that's, oh, yeah, that looks... That feels That more, looks very different. I was looking at, like, the Ishigaki more. Ishigaki does it as blue. There's a reason why, and we'll talk about it, though. Um, because... Okay. There's also that Rick Aller unit, which uh, I mm-hmm. believe is also drawn by Ishigaki, and that one also goes for like more blue. But the, yeah. the oh, normal okay. Okawara one, I think, is yeah, more... the, the art, especially the art you're showing me, like the the in show like close up shot. This is definitely you're right. This is definitely a, yeah, a grayish purple. Yeah. Um, and then like on the Master Gray kit, they do it in like a clearish, like, similar like gray purple. Um, mm-hmm. But these are the parts that glow basically when the satellite cannon is on it. Now, sometimes, I, I will say, looking at some of the promotional art, sometimes they do just draw these as blue. So, you know, like when it's glowing, mm-hmm. it's just... Just how it is sometimes. Just how it is. Uh, anyway, you've got that in the shoulders. You've got those kind of pieces on the forearms. Uh, the forearms are very rounded, actually, which is what I like out of this for an Okawara design. I actually like how mm-hmm. rounded this design is. kind of makes it set apart from, like, you know, the wing and the uh, god... Uh, slash uh, Shining Gundam, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just very simple, rounded detail on there. Because uh, like, I like like the panel lining going on as well on the forearm. Um, you've got little... The the wrist guards are also just like an actual like teal blue, like the one on the torso. Um, hands are all gray, which is kind of interesting. The hand covers not being white is a little bit different as well for this time. Mm-hmm. Um, moving down, uh, the armor, the skirt armor, I mean, it's skirt armor. It's rounded, which looks good, um, but it's skirt armor. You've got a crotch plate that is uh, red that is sticking out of the top of the crotch armor. Uh, thruster on the lower part. Uh, the side skirts, you've got more of that you know, gray-purple. Um, the rear skirt is just a singular piece, which sometimes, like... The thing is, I wish when they had like a single rear skirt piece like that, I kind of wish they were more elongated. Because I mm-hmm. tend to like the way that looks. Uh, on a lot of these Gundams, you can't really notice it, though, when it's just, you know, like a short rear skirt that is all one piece. It's just harder to notice. Yeah. Um, But yeah, moving on down. Uh, the upper legs, again, something I would normally complain about being plain, but I, I actually 
the the line like the lining that is done on both the skirt and then on the upper thighs here even though it's like mostly white i do like the way the lines like break it up it just looks good it looks like a futuristic gundam in a way that i think is like um, yeah, the the line work is really good, but also just sort of overall with this design, the color is so intense on the center torso that it makes it like as a whole, it makes it seem like it makes more sense that the the, the extremities are less colored. The color mm -hmm. is focused in the middle and sort of bleeds out. Yeah, and not only that, like so I mentioned like how it has the red part on the crotch armor. It actually like blends really well with the torso armor, like when it's in a standard standing pose. Like it almost looks like you know, it blends in with, like, the way the lower torso is red as well. Like, mm -hmm. the way the colors blend together just looks good on this on this design, I think. Um, yeah. As you move down, you've got uh, Ogara's favorite of the of the era. Uh, let's do some triangles uh, as decals. Uh, these times, this time in the knees. So you've got some red triangles on the top of the knees. Otherwise, just some usual detail, vents, thrusters, etc. Um, you've got more of that purple on the outer calves. Um, the ankle armor is pretty neat. It's one of those ones where it's, like, implemented into the leg rather than on the feet. Like, it's just, you know, this big, tall uh, ankle armor. Um, mm -hmm. It's actually interesting the way it's designed because it covers more of the leg than it does the foot, which is usually, like, the opposite of how these are, like, done. Um, mm -hmm. And the feet, uh, you, you got them in... Actually, another thing that makes it kind of stick out, I like that it has, like, the teal feet instead of, like, just going with the red like you usually do. It makes it match with, as we mentioned, like, the arms and stuff, because it has, like, you know, the blue cuffs on the arms for the bottom of the arms. Um, it just it just makes it feel like it all runs together really well. Mm -hmm. um, finally, the backpack. Uh, the Probably the most stand, standout part of the Gundam X is its backpack. Um... So the backpack, when folded up, uh, looks like two plates, one going straight up, one going, uh, if you're looking ahead on to the machine to the right, um, with a cannon that is folded diagonally across it. Um, also on the back of the uh, backpack, I believe, let me see if I can have a view of it. Are there any visible thrusters or anything? I'm trying to see. Uh, I mean, there, yeah, there are. Yeah, on the... yeah, they're on the they're on the part connecting to the torso. I see it now. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's got a bunch of these like boxy square verniers in every direction, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it's funny because I, you're so used to seeing the thrusters on the outer part of the backpack that my I just didn't catch it immediately when looking at a rear shot of it. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, tucking um, it away like that is very unusual for sure. Mm -hmm. And then uh. So, uh, the backpack, though, of course, can unfold. So, when it unfolds, it rotates a little bit, uh, and unfolds both those halves into an X shape, hence the name Gundam X. Uh, meanwhile, the cannon can then go over the shoulder, and it can hold it and fire the satellite cannon, because uh, that's where that's located, <laughs> is on the backpack. Um, the actual, like, pieces on the backpack are quote-unquote reflector units is what they're called um they basically are where after the energy is absorbed through the chest it is actually stored into the uh backpack so whenever it absorbs like the microwaves it uh the backpack begins to glow because it starts storing the energy in the backpack mm -hmm. um which is a cool look um it can also actually release the energy inside of, uh, that is stored inside of it to do like a sort of hover mode um or just to aid it with, like, thrusting around and stuff, which is pretty cool. Uh, mm -hmm. I always like the way it looks when it's, like, boosting and it's got the backpack, like, 
the X is folded backwards, kind of. Um, it's just a, it's a good look. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think this looks a lot cooler than the double X, honestly. That's fair, and I honestly I think the backpack is a little cooler. Like the double X has more presence when it's doing its thing. Um, I, I mean opinion. the whole the whole unit. Oh, you think the whole? Okay. I think the whole thing looks cooler as the as the as the Gundam X than the double X. That's fair. I can see it. I. It depends, because, like, when I look at the double X in art, I don't care for it as much, but I, it gets some really cool bits of animation, is the thing. Um, but, um, yeah, so with the X, though, the, the, the reflector units are really cool looking. Um, its other armaments would be, uh, so it has a, for built-in ones, the backpack actually does have a little, like, folding gatling on it, uh, which when it when in use like folds down and over like next to the head over the collar, mm -hmm. um, it's just a big Gatling. It's got a little bit of wiggle room. It's got a little camera on it. Uh, it's a fun little thing. Um, then you also get um, the Shield Buster rifle because another weird thing for the Gundam X is that its shield is its Buster rifle. Um, so it's a, it's a rifle that has, like, two plates on the side of it that fold up and over the top uh, mm -hmm. that operate as a shield. Uh, I think it's cool. I, I think it's cool as a multifunction thing. Um, it's a little silly in a way because you're like, wait, why would you block with your gun? But it also seems to work. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, if it, if, if it works. And, I mean, you know, there's... there's The Gundam X, I think, is interesting because it's... Um... You know, for a lot of a lot of the early part of the show, it's up against machines that it just clearly outclasses technologically, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's an interesting like representation of a a idea of a mobile suit design where the tech is at a point where like sort of space and conservation of material becomes more important. Like, if you have an idea that saves space, don't worry. Well, we've got the technology to make it work. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I can see that. We're, don't worry about don't worry about your fucking charging your beam. We'll just put that on the moon. We'll just don't worry about that. We'll <laughs> store it. So, we'll store your battery somewhere else. Uh, oh, you need a shield. We'll just make it also your gun. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it just works. And also your your gun is also your sword. Uh, is it? Yeah, because the handle pops off and turns oh. into that sick ass beam saver. Wait, is it? Oh wait, you're thinking. Wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. No, no, no. The large beam sword is stored on the satellite. Well, it's stored on the satellite cannons. Go. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant on the rifle. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I, I'm sorry. We, we, yeah, sorry. I, sorry. Just... I, I, I abruptly switched. To, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, enough. when you said sick gun, my brain was thinking, oh, the buster rifle, clearly. Oh, well, I should have well, realized you meant uh, multiple sick, cannon. Multiple which, sick guns. Sorry. To be fair, the, the sicker gun is, in fact, the satellite <laughs> cannon, so I should have got that. Yeah, 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 you're right about that. The, uh, the beam saber is stored at the end of that. Um, and also, it's a really cool beam saber. Because um, as we've talked about, Gundam X knows how to make a beam saber cool by making it uh, have a really thick handle and have an incredibly big blade. Um, mm -hmm. I love the way the sabers are represented in Gundam X a lot of the time. Um, they are generally shown being like these big, wide sabers, uh, specifically on the X and double X uh, if you're looking at them from a top view with how the beam splays out, it actually makes, like, well, it looks like a plus sign when you're looking at it normally. But, of course, 
what is a plus but a slightly uh, rotated X. <laughs> it's so, pretty dope. You know, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and that's at the end of that. It's it's a very it, everything kind of fits together on this machine really well. Generally, mm-hmm. I feel like it, it just feels like a very like it it just feels like a technologically cool machine to me because of like having all of this like all the built-in weapons or even like the way the shield and the rifle work having like the saber be at the end of the gun it just all feels interconnected in a way that is really neat to me mm-hmm. uh besides i uh it also can uh mount a hyper bazooka uh it's a hyper bazooka the, the hyper bazooka we see is just a hyper bazooka that's it <laughs> Not not a lot to say about it because it's a bazooka and bazookas in Gundam are usually, I mean, you can get some that look cool, but I mean they're bazookas. You know what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I guess like the big other weapon to talk about would be the satellite cannon. Uh, as mentioned in the DX episode, which the DX just doubles this up, but uh, the satellite cannon, uh, the world's biggest gun, just pull and it eliminates an entire swath in front of you um it's it's a big it's a big beam cannon uh one ups the buster rifle i think from a gundam wing a bit more but also in its presentation is a lot less mundane because like i feel like the buster rifle the way it gets used in gundam wing never really like at first it feels like oh this is intense but it never really feels as terrifying as it should Mm -hmm. like even when like you get the Wing Zero introduced, and then you get Catcher doing all this wild shit with, like, you know, the two Buster Rifles spinning, because they love using that shot of him spinning with it. Right. Um, and it's, like, shown as destructive and scary, but it never feels like it has the weight that I think the Satellite Cannon has, personally. Um, and the Satellite Cannon is also just big, right? Like, the Buster Rifle, you watch destroy a base full of mobile suits, and it's a little harder, like, to, like, you know, like, you watch it destroy a bunch of machines. The Gundam X fires the uh, satellite cannon, and it's reshaped the landscape in front of it, like, entirely. And it looks... It just has much more of an immediate effect, on me at least. It's it's uh, very interesting, because I feel like it's a question of, like... I think the Buster Rifle comes across as this weapon that is, like, a terrifying force on the battlefield, right? Um, it is a weapon that like you pointed at things and those things are gone often multiple of them. And that has an impact. Whereas the satellite cannon, I mean, certainly can do that, but like given its charge time and then its effect, it doesn't even feel it isn't a weapon you use in battle, right? It's a weapon. It doesn't feel like it it feels like it feels like a desperation, right? Like this is something you're using well we know when it gets used at the start of the war it fires on like you know you have the the gundam x and all the gx bits firing on like the colony and like the faraway forces but it's not like in the middle of a battle. and it's, know, it's it's also like it's the difference between like a super attack and like an event when the satellite cannon like fires it is an event in the world yeah i would i would agree with that it is it just i it, it makes it a lot cooler to me, honestly, though, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, and, like, I feel like even with the DX, just to talk about the DX a little with relation to this, even with the DX being able to use it, like, multiple times, it still feels like it's treated, like, in a major way. Like, it's not just, like, an instant win button. 
Um, and I, I, I have to wonder if this is also part of, like, you know, things feel nice in Gundam X. I wonder if it just is because the show also uh, moves kind of quickly, especially after a certain point, like, after a little bit of a lull in the middle because it gets mm-hmm. canceled. Yeah. Um, there's just less time for them to make it mundane, right? Whereas, mm-hmm. like, we're watching episodes upon episodes of uh, Buster Rifles usage. Even, like, with the Wing Zero, it's, like, constant you know yeah um and it just yeah it is to, it is to me one of my disappointments though of of gundam x the way that you know by the end you know you, you do have the double x which can use it multiple times and it feels like i mean i guess i don't know how else you could have gone with it but i feel like it does somewhat spoil the the just the the impact of giving the gundam the light of hate <laughs> that's fair I, I can agree with that. Um, I still, God, Gundam X is good. Everyone should watch it. I mean, so, if you're listening, I hope you watch it. But yeah, I mean, you know, it it does it does stall out a bit in the middle, but just keep at it. Yeah, sorry, I'm just thinking of at the end of the show now, just because yeah. we, you know we recently wrapped it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're watching along with uh, GGP, but yeah, um, <sighs> so also for the Gundam X, there's a couple of different uh, units that pop up in various side stories and such. So uh, the first major one to talk about would be, I, I guess the Kai Custom maybe first, just because that one sure. has... Uh, so the Kai Custom is the original one, but in, like, black, basically. Mm-hmm. You replace the white with black. You replace the torso colors with more black. I, I don't know if it really works for me, because... I feel like they should have done a bit more with the coloring on it. This is just kind of a boring version. Um, as a counterpart from the same uh, manga, uh, which is Under the Moonlight, which is a sort of sequel manga that takes place. It takes place like seven years later. This came out in two th- from two thousand four to two thousand six in Gundam Ace magazine, uh, and that's where these units come from. Is Under the Moonlight. You also have the Rick Aller custom, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically the original colors, but the uh satellite cannon like the glowy bits on the body are green basically like a very bright green basically mm-hmm. the same color as the chest pistol yeah pretty um, close uh this one actually changes up a couple of the armaments too and that's the main reason i want to talk about it a little bit more in depth um because rick allers does not use the shield buster rifle it instead uses a holster shield so it has like an actual ass shield um which actually is a pretty cool-looking shield. Uh, it has, like, fins on it, which is a little weird. Mm, um, yeah. Here's the image I'm looking at for it. You can see, like, it's got, like, like the top and the sides of it look like they can, like, bend a little, which is kind of neat. Um, And also, it's called the holster shield because, well, it acts as a holster for the both... It can store the Buster Sheath Rifle, as it's called, which is a funny name. Um, And also, the Buster Sheath Rifle has the sword at the end of it. So it can pull the sword out of that, which is very funny. So it is a rifle. It is a shield that holds a rifle and the rifle holds the sword. But the sword can also be held by the satellite cannon. You can switch, yep. I guess. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, it has it probably has two. Yeah, right? you're probably right. It probably does. There's have no two. reason we we have another example of a more drastic unit. We'll talk about it in a little bit that does do a wield these swords. So. It would be much funnier if it only had one, though. God, just just pick pick and choose, uh, Rick. Which which do you want? Do you want it in the uh, 
Do you want it in the shield or do you want it on the backpack? Which looks cooler to unsheath at the time. Oh, did we talk um, about the shoulder gatling? Yeah, we did talk about the shoulder gatling. Yeah, that just pops down over the collar. I must have um, blanked out. Okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I did mention, yeah, it pops down. It has the little camera on it. It's not really too special. It's just a fancy gatling gun. It's a little bit stronger than a Vulcan in how it's used, but, you know, it's not used an absolute ton. It's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I like gatling guns. I like, I like... I mean, I like I like the giant Gatling guns. I like your your Gundam Unit Fives. I like your Leopard. Is that the one I'm thinking of, or is it the Airmaster? Uh, I always yeah, mix them Leopard. Up. I thought it was the yeah Leopard. Leopard. Okay, but yeah. Air, Air, Airmaster is boring, plain. No, yeah, no redeeming qualities, and that's not entirely true. I don't entirely hate that. I'm sure I'll be a little bit more positive on it on an episode. But look, um. I do like the design of this Buster Sheath rifle a lot too. Actually, it does. You can clearly tell that this came out later because this feels like definitely a very two thousands kind of like Gundam weapon with like being way more squared off. I mean, it, which it, is kind of funny to me. Just that looking at that rifle, it looks very Verkatomy. Yeah, or like, see, to me, it almost reminds me more of like something like a Ebikawa would make, right? For like some of the other future um, mm. shows as well, just because of like just how square it is. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I, I really like, like, that weird, if you look by the trigger, like, that cylinder in the middle of it, it just looks cool. I like I like this gun. Um, but, yeah, so R- Rick Aller's unit, though, its primary differences are just using these, you know, different, um, di- different armaments. It does also, apparently, I can't find art for this, sadly, uh, upgrade into having a Buster Sheath Rifle Kai, which is just a Buster Sheath Rifle with two barrels. Um, yep. which is cool. Uh, I mean, sure, we'll say cool. <laughs> I mean, it's a double-barreled beam rifle. It's cool. Double Zeta has one of those. It's cool on the double Zeta. I but think. the double Zeta, I don't know. The double Zeta earns it. That's fair. Um, now for a little bit more of a substantial difference uh, among these units. Oh well. Okay. Also, there's a very far future manga where uh, another Gundam X has popped up. The Unit Three. Uh, its difference is the shoulders are painted blue. There you go. The shoulders okay. are blue. Um, they did a uh, master grade of this. This was in a, you know, one of those uh, later, like, it, it pops up in G-Gen Crossrays as a DLC unit, but it's just, it's, it's just the Gundam X. With you know what? I'm gonna, shoulders. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna put it on our list of units discussed because I'm, I'm a nice person. I don't, this unit doesn't feel all that important to me. No. No. Because, <laughs> like, it, you can tell. It's literally the same art, even. They just recolored the original Okawara art. Um, it just doesn't It doesn't change anything. It's just, you know, fancier Gundam X in that it has blue shoulders. Which actually makes it look worse because it ruins that color blocking we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it looks like bad. Having the legs match. A- at least, if they were going to do that, they should have colored the skirts. Uh, it would have still looked funny. But if they colored the skirts blue, then at least it would match, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because then it would be like, oh, okay, now the upper leg also has like blue armor over it, uh, and it it corresponds to the arm. But they didn't do that anyway. Uh, so next unit, GX nine nine zero zero DV. They the kid kid uh, Sal must have made this up because uh, you know this is not an official unit. This is the Gundam X Divider uh, because the Gundam X gets fucking wrecked by the Vertigo. Um, loses the backpack it just gets absolutely destroyed so what do we do to improve it well we give it a new backpack uh and some other really cool equipment yeah uh for actual design differences though um 
arms, shoulders, legs, torso, head, all the same. The backpack is where it mainly changes. You get a different backpack uh, that has two propellant tanks on the bottom of it that are really weird-looking propellant tanks. Usually propellant tanks go for, like, that very plain look. These ones almost look like they're shaped like guns or something. They're mm. really, really weird shape for uh, propellant tanks, but yeah. Uh, and then on the top, you've got two uh, little holsters for two beam swords, as well as those holsters having little pop-up sections on the back that are thrusters. Uh, it still has the thrusters going all around. Because um, I think this is technically like the same backpack as the original X just slightly modified. Like it doesn't obviously missing the major component there. I mean, the shape, um, you know, the shape of it and all the nozzles and stuff certainly match. Yeah. It's just, you have the extra propellant tanks and you've got those holsters now. Um, now for the major equipment of the divider, uh, you switch to having a B machine gun, which is actually incidentally also double barreled. Um, and you know, it's, it's a beam, it's a beam it's a beam rifle that fire faster that's what it is mm-hmm. um but for the really cool thing you get the divider also known as the beam harmonica yeah because <laughs> this thing rules so this is a shield with thrusters on either end that also opens up and has an entire row of beam cannons that just just a full-on line of beam cannons i love it it might it's be cool. the coolest shield in Gundam. It's really cool. Um, that's like the pr- what I think of as the primary weapon for this. Yeah. Uh, when we see it used in the show, it gets used in like either firing like a bunch of just straight beams that are like you know like semi divided along the uh, along the barrels, but just like a you know a line of beam basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we get the amazing uh, cutter that it uses at one point where it like fires like a weird long beam uh and games just typically make it look like you know kirby is using like his cutter power or something mm-hmm. um, but the, the thing rules regardless uh it's it's a really cool piece of equipment uh not only that but uh in being multifunctional so well while it's on the arm you can use it to thrust uh but also you can attach this to the backpack and also just increase the thrust of the backpack that way while it's in storage um, I would want this in my arm at all times, though, because this thing's fucking cool. Hell, I want two of them. Give me two. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, <laughs> if you plugged it into the, if you will plug it into the back and use it as a flight unit, you still have fucking like twelve of those barrels accessible. That's true. It does. It does still have the barrels there. I don't think we ever see it use it that way, but it would be really cool if it did actually. Yeah, that I mean. Would be, uh... I, you know, I always like when you have mounted equipment that you can use while mounted. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, if if it's not used that way, it's just because Kid didn't do the firmware update, and I'm sure he's capable of it. God. Uh, so, um, yeah, the X Divider, though, um, I think this is a cool unit. Uh, I The satellite cannon, I did mention, I think is a really neat uh, idea. But this is just like a Gundam as a mobile suit. This, well, one, it conveys the X much better. Because mm-hmm. the other one can only convey the X when it's doing the big thing. This is always conveying an X because of the way the backpack is designed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shield is just cool. This is just a cool mobile suit. And then it uses two of those big swords. And we frequently do see it in melee combat. It's, you know, we see it, like, hovering around. It's just cool. Uh, don't forget to mention the X-Grenadier. 
what what is the ex grenadier? The ex oh the like the yes. converted warship missiles on the wrist or waist? Excuse me, not wrist on the waist. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to remember those. <laughs> Too fixated on the shield. I'm trying to remember if it used those. Did it use those in the show? I don't think it used them in the show. <laughs> Probably didn't. Use them. Here, here's the problem with talking anything from Gundam X. Uh, a lot of things not used in the shows that were yeah. meant to be used. A lot uh, of, lot of, lot of plans. Came, that came up not... on our Double uh, X episode where we talked about how, uh, you know, the model kit has like a Gundam hammer, a javelin, etc. But those are not in the show at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe better for it, maybe worse for it. Who can say? Um, but yeah, the X Divider though, really cool unit, I think overall. Um, and I, I just think this is. I think this is a cool, like, semi-upgrade. Like, it's not, like, a upgrade-upgrade, but it is a semi-upgrade. It's like a side-grade, you know? Side-grade, yeah. It, it because it's, it's, it's better, I think, at conventional combat, but the lack of the satellite cannon is a hit to some of its capability, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, okay. We've got the X. We've mm -hmm. got the X divider. We talked about some of the custom Xs. Do we want to talk about some future things that are related to these? I think I think we do. It's worth mentioning real quick. We mentioned it on the double X uh, episode. Um, this has the flash system. You can control the GX bits mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, you got you got your you got your fun yeah. remote control. You got your fucking <laughs> mobile dolls, but you know bits. Mobile doll bits. Because um, we talked about the GX bits, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say we talked about both types of bits. I think mm -hmm. because I mean they also have to come up with the double X the thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, all right. So let's future talk about show yeah. warning. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop in the future show warning. This is going to be. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This is going to be like all like build stuff, right? Yes, everything uh, that it comes from the X is like build, basically. Build um, and or a video game. Yeah, there's the Artemis that we'll talk yeah. about. The yeah. Artemis also has some future seed related things with it too, because it's the Kipash. So mm -hmm. uh, just mentioning that now. At this point, the conversation will turn towards Gundam Build Fighters Season 1 and Gundam Breaker Mobile. Alright. Um, so, we have the GX9999 Gundam X Mao. This is from Original Build Fighters. Um, mm -hmm. I like this one a lot, actually. Uh, I think this one's cool. Uh, now, it's funny, because I look at the art of it, and I don't initially like it as much. But I like the way it looks in the show with it, like the way it does the satellite cannon. Mm -hmm. So uh, we actually get a lot of design differences here with this design. Um, so uh, when you look at the head, remember how I mentioned there's basically like a sort of pseudo forehead jewel? It's just here now. They've colored it uh, like a lilac. This actually, see this kit, uh, funny enough, all those versions of the X kind of get rid of that lilac or try to make it like more blue. This one leans in on that if really everywhere, does. all over it, which yeah. is actually really cool, having that uh, extra lilac. Because, again, this understands color blocking, and it actually blocks it out the same way. Um, like, uh, so, the head, you've got some lilac on the side of the head vents as well. The head vents are a bit more open. This looks a bit more, like, big futuristic, I think. Uh, um... As you move down, the torso, I think, is actually pretty similar to the X, if not just outright the same. Mm -hmm. It may just be the same exact torso, actually. I mean, it's drawn a little differently, but it's the same. It's clearly the same design. I think yeah. there's a little bit of different coloration. There's a little more white in, like, at least one spot, but... Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, the the thing is, the art is gonna look different too because the, this is actually so. We talked about how Gundam X has Junya Ishigaki working on the show. This art is by Junya Ishigaki. He did not design the original Gundam X, but he designed like some of the other Gundams in the show, like the Hermit Crab. He designed a bunch of the enemies in the show. So this is him getting to actually design the Gundam X himself mm-hmm. too, and it has a lot more, you know. It's it's very reminiscent of his designs and things like how much more round and pointy it is because he loves that. Again, this is the guy who brought us things like the Shoki. This guy likes uh, rounded parts and pointy parts. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, the like I said, torso, mostly the same. Uh, the shoulders, though, you've got some added uh, lilac to the shoulder and a lot of added detail. This has a lot of added panel lining um, in nature with the fact that this is a design that came out years and years and years later people know what they like out of gunpla and what they yeah. like out of like detail level in these shows mm-hmm. and ishigaki as a designer also used to actually draw like a lot more rounded designs he started adding a lot more lines to his designs anyway so this just matches his artwork of this era mm-hmm. um if you move down to the arms the forearms have basically upgraded like the sides of them into being they're basically just mini shields rather than um just like being like lines inlaid into the arms. And I actually like that look. Yeah, they're kind of like bracer buckler things. Mm-hmm. And as you go down, so you go to the skirt, and this is what I mentioned when I was complaining about the Unifree's color blocking. This skirt also adds the lilac. This skirt matches with the way the shoulders add the lilac. I just, it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the upper thigh is pretty much the same, even the same kind of like lining detail. Um, when you go down to the front of the legs, though, the side of the legs to match with the arms have popped out more uh, and have like, you know, you still have like that lilac purple on the sides. The knees also have them down the middle uh, along with some little parts going into the leg there. Uh, I like, I like I said, I actually really like this gun that looks a lot. The one thing that's weird to me, and I don't think it's bad, um, and I will say this is this is even more future Gundam, but I feel okay saying it. Um, because it's it's just design everyone knows. The the way the lilac is implemented almost gives me like unicorn vibes, the way it's like in the seams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's very much well, and even the way we see it get used, it's like it very much wants to emphasize, oh, look at all these cool lines that glow when I when I'm doing my thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh like it, it re-emphasizes it. Like it the X you don't really think to compare to the unicorn just because it's so subtle in comparison, whereas the unicorn, you know, all the psycho frame parts opening up you get all of that glow you get that on this as well you get a lot of glow on the gundam x mile mm-hmm. um because of that it, i i do like how it looks though unlike the unicorn <laughs> um yeah and actually funnily enough you go down to the feet and even the feet have some of these lilac parts uh but like i said I, so you go to the backpack and that's where the most substantial change is the x uh backpack design has kind of changed completely here mm-hmm. um so thing to note about the art the art actually doesn't show the satellite cannon the satellite cannon is attached to the backpack but um it just doesn't show it here in the art it is typically i believe on the lower like on the lower part of the backpack though mm-hmm. uh if you look at the um like if you look at like the thrusters on the backpack on the lower right you can tell like the thrusters are you know, where you would put the propellant tanks on the X divider. I think though that's where the uh, gun is, is on the lower right. Yeah, there. yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, On an arm. Yeah. Uh, and so, anyway, the panels themselves are both actually popped upward, though, normally. And what happens is when they open, they fold down. So, 
uh, like they rotate and then they fold. Um, it's just a different way of opening up into an X. It still has the same effect when it opens. I just think it looks cool. I, I think it's cool that they redesigned it, though, rather than just using... It's very easy with these build shows. Like, the thing I like about the build shows is even when they're very clearly, like, similar to a design, I still like when they feel like their own. And, like, this... Doing this with the backpack gives this thing its own silhouette heavily. Like, it already has its own because the arms and the legs are so different. But the backpack also being, like, a V by default, like, both upward, mm -hmm. just helps set this apart from the base design. Yeah, because this this design is so... I mean, you know, I, I, I don't dislike it, but it is extremely just the Gundam X, right? Yeah. Um, and to the point that whenever I think about this, I forget that the backpack is different. But it That's is. the thing. And that comes up, I think, with Build Fighters. Because Build Fighters, especially in the original, it felt like they were very reluctant to over, like, change the designs, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of them, even, like, ones that feel more substantial... If you actually look at the design, they don't actually change much. It's mostly just color changes and then, like, a couple of parts. Um, and this is one of those ones that I think definitely is probably the most lost in the shuffle, like, when you're thinking about them. Mm -hmm. um, now, the thing that this does really cool is this one's satellite cannon. So the satellite cannon still is where the sword is stored, I should say. It still has the large beam sword. Um, but the satellite cannon actually pops up under, so it gets to do a big Obari pose whenever uh, he's... Um, I, I like the way the satellite cannon is on this, though. I like I, I like underslung guns a lot, so the way it pops up under, I think, is really cool. Mm -hmm. um, I just think it's, for giant robots, my brain just thinks it's really cool when a gun is actually under the arm rather than over, just because it looks different than what you expect. Like, you don't really get underslung guns IRL. It's just not the way that guns work with a person, how you have to aim them, etc. Yeah. Um, unless it's something... Something ridiculous like, uh, uh, I'm doing an action movie and I'm going to have someone holding a Gatling gun. But you don't really get, like, an underslung rifle. Right. Know? Like, I mean, there, again, that doesn't work. There was a very brief period where they were like, maybe that's a way to do anti-tank rifles. And they're like, no, the way to do anti-tank rifles is to bolt them to the ground so that the person's arms don't break. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, there actually were anti-tank rifles that were underslung? I believe there were a couple early on, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, probably doesn't work good, but yeah. Nah. It sounds cool in my head, though, just because I love Underslung weapon. It just seems cool to me. Um, but yeah, so... But on a robot, it works. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you're not... It's not a person aiming a gun targeting with their eyes. It's a bunch of computers doing calculations. It doesn't matter where the gun is at oh. that point. And also, because it's mechanical like that, it makes sense to have this weapon that automatically folds underneath. You can understand that. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, it, 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 I think it's a pretty cool weapon, though. I like, like, um, just sending 60 image. Like, I just like the way it pops up from underneath like that. Just having that little supporting arm on the backpack and it just, whoop. Oh, those stickers uh, look good. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I like the way they do the stickers for all the X's. They do this, like, cool, like, honeycomb pattern. It's really neat. The Master Grade does it really cool, too. Um, but, uh, yeah. So... Like, on the X-Mao, though, like, this rifle popping up from under is really cool. Uh, the other thing is, so, plot-related plot thing, one other major change to this design. So, it can do... It, it doesn't actually do the lunar system in the same way. This actually uses... So, 
it can store lunar energy. Like, it can, like, have a beam come down from the moon because every map in this game, I guess, has a moon. No. For balance that's reasons, the, right? No, oh, that's, no. that's a point. It comes up. That's a point where he's like, well, this map doesn't have a moon. Fuck. <laughs> oh, right. But he's still, yeah. He can't, he can't do that. But if there's a sun, because this also has a solar system that can collect <laughs> solar energy, um, and it can combine the two, uh, and this is used with uh, one of its cooler attacks that you see at the end, which is unfortunate because it's on the episode where he has to lose because he's against our main characters. But it is a cool-ass attack with cool music going on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the satellite cannon, when it fires it, it works like the satellite cannon. It's pretty normal. Um, when it does the solar system, all the panels start glowing instead of blue. They turn red, which is striking and cool-looking. And then... What he does is the arm that normally is connected to the satellite cannon, he ejects the satellite cannon off of it and connects the um, sword directly into it, like the base of the sword. Mm -hmm. um, and what it does is then it makes a giant-ass beam saber. <laughs> a giant red beam saber. Uh, because Mao, Ma Mao is extra. And uh, even he calls it the Mao Ken. Yeah, and, and this move is, the, because he's channeling both the microwave energy and the solar system at the same time the reflectors on the back just break yeah they start breaking apart <laughs> while it's working which is cool as hell too it's very like cool. you get the really cool animation of like the little segments of it like starting to break away while he's doing it i love the way this looks uh it, build fighters is one of my favorite shows actually is the thing i love original build fighters it knows how to book a tournament as the thing mm -hmm. and it knows how to make it fun to watch even when you know what the result is going to be um, which is something it has on some of the later build shows, honestly. Um, the original build is just a fun sports anime. It's mm -hmm. great. I'm so excited for GGP to get to it. Um, many, many years down the line. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, the the I, I think the Mao Sword rules. Um, I'm sad that they never did this with a kit because, I mean, it's a giant beam saber. It, you're not going to get an effect part like that on a kit. But God, it <laughs> it's looks just, cool. It just give it an entire runner for that effect. Just yeah, just a big clear runner <laughs> with a big red effect piece that it can't even hold yeah, up. Yeah, a little probably. a little asterisk that says you will probably need several stands. <laughs> yeah, having a, yeah, have a whole stand arm just to hold it up like they have to do with the astrays. It's cool though. It um, is. It is. But yeah, that's like the main change. Other than that though, you know, it's the, the design changes, and like a lot of Build Fighters designs, this stays true to the core of the suit. Um, which is what a lot of the suits do in Build Fighters, I feel. Which, you know, it's weird. I have weird feelings about it, because, like, part of me goes, oh, these designs are more exciting in Gundam Build Fighters Try, but then the show is less good, yeah. and doesn't book them as good. So now I'm just like, oh, you should have just given me more familiar designs I could identify with, because now I just think these suck, because I didn't like the way that they were shown in the show. Even though, like, I like the design, like, in a vacuum, you know? Whereas, like, Build Fighters, I was always like, ah, I can't. I wish they were giving us something more original, but this is really fun to watch. Mm -hmm. And it ultimately makes the designs cooler to me in Build than in uh, Try. Yeah, um, there are there are some designs from Try I still am, am quite affectionate of, but I, I, I really like the star winning, but... Yeah, well, I like the star winning. I wish... I wish... Uh, Fumina got a better showing. showing yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine a girl that knows how to play, uh, the, you know, the the game right in that show in Try, especially with ha with how many female characters it has, would be nice if they could do that. Yep, sure would. 
Anyway, enough griping about the show, though. It's time to talk about something related to a video game now. No, um, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, oh, fuck. I forgot because there's a movie and this gets yes, an upgrade. Yes, it gets a really sick upgrade. We're going to talk about oh, this the gets... GX9999910 Gundam X Jumao. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, there's two two Gundams we can talk about here, too. Well, we can't, we, also... we can't talk about the crossbone. Why not? Because it's a crossbone. This isn't. A, we're not talking about a crossbone. Fine, fine, fine. I'll leave it for a crossbone episode. Um, all right, the Gundam X Jumao. Uh, so what have we done to the Gundam X Mao? Well, we've made it into the X Mao divider, basically, but also it still has. This is a weird suit. It has um, a fucking full body beam harmonica, man. Basically, yes. <laughs> it's that is so what cool. Happened. Uh, so. I hate this movie because this movie feels like it was made by the people who made Try rather than the people who made Bill Fighters. Um, Jim's counterattack kind of blows. See, I am blessed but because I haven't seen it. I've just looked up some of the designs. The design is fun. Uh, the Jumao is great because, yes. So, all right. Look at the shoulders. All right, let's just go through all the differences. Okay, we have the head jewel. The head jewel has become like a green camera now uh, instead of like a purple thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the torso is still the Gundam X torso, they're not changing that. The shoulders have changed completely. You now have basically cannons on the shoulders that rotate. Mm -hmm. Is what really is what they really do, just to give away what all these pieces are. <laughs> on the forearm, you've got what look like two, you know, like little shield bucklers. These rotate, these have gun barrels at the end. If you look at the legs and the skirt and everything, uh the skirt, you see that green? That's actually beams. That's, uh, yeah, you that's see gun. the knees? Those are gun. You see the, the sides of the legs? Those are gun. You see the feet? Those are gun. You see those hands? Uh, no, you don't, because they're covered up, because his hands are closed. Up. But if it opened up, you'd see that there were gun. <laughs> there are gun at the end of the hands. Not only that, but on the backpack, uh, even though those look like they're designed like the thrusters from like the X Divider, uh, those actually rotate around. Those are all gun. <laughs> this is gun. It has so many gun. Uh, does it actually say how many? Alright, we have, okay, it's fixed armaments are the X-Cannon, which is the backpack, and I think that these are counted separately from the X-Cannon. 17 beam devices. I like that they can't even slap, like, a gun name on them, it's just beam device. I also like that it is one less than the beam harmonica still. Yeah, it is. But because, except, for, uh, except for it's not, because it's got the four on the back, so it's actually 21, but... <laughs> yeah, uh... The forehead is also a beam cannon. That's actually why it's an odd number, is because the forehead throws it off. Because uh, the forehead itself is also a beam cannon. Well, they should have just made the chin also one. <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, so, I mean, I guess it still has, like, the breast Vulcans as well, so if it needs to fire some physical ammo out while it's doing this, it can. <laughs> but yes, uh, this, main, this thing... So, it can actually use these beam devices independently. It doesn't have to fire them all simultaneously. It can, like, do things like use of the palm ones, kind of like, uh... A suit that we're actually going to bring up when we talk about the Gundam Artemis from Seed, uh... It's which like, is as the, though it uh, were a palm fiocina. Like, yeah, the palma fiocina. It can basically fire, you know, like a palm cannon. Uh, so it can fire them all independently. It still has the same large beam sword. It basically doesn't get any new armaments because it just gets all the burnt built-in armaments. It doesn't get like a new gun or anything. It's because its whole body has become it has become gun. It is just one big gun. The whole body is gun. Uh, cameras and guns. Um. 
it is pretty cool. It's a silly custom, but I, I do like it. Um, even if I hate that OVA. <laughs> um, but yes, and then its more most powerful attack is the full burst, where it fires all of them all at once, firing a beam that, uh, as it mentions, is almost the size of the main cylinder of an Island 3 space colony. It, it's a colony laser. It, it's as big as a colony laser when it fires all beams. Mm-hmm. Making it silly. very difficult to dodge. <laughs> I, I like that. Yes, yes. Thank you, Thanks. Gundam Wiki. <laughs> Um, alright, so, Gundam X Jumel, done, now we can talk about the video game one. Alright, I'll, I'll allow it. We, from a game that we had, uh, we, we t- we've talked about before, the Gundam Breaker mobile that makes me angry because I want an actual real-ass Gundam Breaker game. Uh, anyway, the Gundam Artemis. So, this is a weird mix of the Gundam X and the Destiny Gundam. Mm-hmm. Um... So, things that are, like, really... So, this head is more like a Destiny Gundam head. The torso is very Gundam X, though. The shoulders are Destiny Gundam. It even has, like, the little sort of boomerangs. Um, but they're, like, upgraded ones. Um, that's You know they're upgraded because it has square handles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got, like, bucklers on the arms. You've got... Uh, the skirt from the Gundam X. Um, the legs are mostly Gundam X-y, but then kind of Destiny on the knees. It's 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 a really weird kit bash, basically. It's not yeah. really a kit bash. It is like a unique design, but it is mm-hmm. it's weird. And then the backpack, of course, is everyone's favorite satellite cannon. It's the color blocking is different, but it's basically just the satellite cannon. Um, so. What this does is mix up both elements of both suits. It does things like uh, it has the satellite cannon that it can fire as a satellite cannon. It has Palma Fiatinas that it can end up firing as giant prolonged blasts, which is not normal for those. Uh, still has like all the weapons and armaments, though, otherwise are basically Gundam X and Destiny Gundam stuff. And we'll cover the Destiny Gundam, so I won't go into great detail. Mm-hmm. has a big sword. Has the, the, the best. <laughs> I, love the, I love the big sword. You like the Arondite? It's it might be my favorite fucking Gundam weapon. That's fair. I love the Arondite. Um And then uh Well, because I brought it up though, uh, and I brought it up quickly, because it's nothing too special. This design because it's in a game, it's a very simple there's nothing too crazy about it. Other than the fact that it is going to have a toy made by Bandai America for some fucking reason, because you know how Gundam had that toy line that was made for America by Bandai Japan, though? The Gundam Universe line? That yes. Was like, oh, yes. we can do $10 toys that look really cool, but are still like made for the American market. And they're not scaled because American toy collectors generally prefer their toys to be all the same size. You know, things like uh, that. It's very obvious. Did you say $10? Guess a fucking sorry, again. <laughs> sorry, was it $20 for the toy line? $20, right? Yeah, it's like 25 yeah. 25? I thought they were cheaper than that. I mean, I bought one. I've got one on my desk. It was Fair enough. Okay. Not cheap. I thought they were I thought they were well. Either way though, for the relative price that they are though, it's cheaper than like a robot spear. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Pr- they're pretty good looking. Yeah. Um well, Bandai right, the $10 one is this one because Bandai of America or yeah, I think it's the American US Bandai is doing a line called uh Gundam Infinity because 
oh, well, these Gundam Universe toy line is doing really well and people seem to really like them. What if we did our own $10 version, though, that's cheaper for people and they look like absolute dog shit? <laughs> have you seen these? No, I have not. Oh, no. Okay. Six. Let me introduce to you Gundam Infinity because these fucking suck. These are awful. That uh, they're, you're they're... Ca- you kind of you're kind of like biasing me here. I don't know if I like um, this. Okay, no, please look at this RX seven. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, look listen. At this if if you're if they were trying to make a toy based on like one of the frames where the RX seventy eight was like weirdly stretched and melty. Hey, that's very meta and clever. <laughs> what are these proportions on the astray? The astray has weird proportions, but not like this. <laughs> no, not, not like, like that this exactly. at all. And then, of course, the thing we were just looking at, for whatever reason, the first wave includes also this. What? Also, don't worry, though. That looks like Play-Doh! These are awful. These look... <laughs> these look like 20 years out. I don't know... Ba- look, Bandai America doesn't want to get overshined by the Japanese Bandai branch having an American toy line, so they've decided, oh, we'll do an American toy line. And it'll look like dog shit. These look so oh. bad. The- I don't understand. I think the Artemis is the worst-looking one. Just the uh, don't worry, though. There's also that. battle damage, though. Six, look, <laughs> battle damage. Uh, not only that, but all of these come with a piece of a Zaku, because it's like, you know, that sure, old, sure. Uh, thing of where you buy and you get, like, a piece of a toy. Mm-hmm. Also, I guess the thing is these arms and legs are removable, so you can kind of customize them, but why would you? These just suck. They're bad. These look awful. Like, again... If you're in a toy aisle, and these are, these are supposed to be $10 price point, but I'm betting they'll be up to, like, 15 is the thing, right? MSRP. Um, just at your average, like, toy store. Yeah. You will look next to these and see the Gundam Universe figure, which is, like, double the size and, like, you know, not even double the price. And you're going to go, ah, I will get the thing that doesn't look like dog shit, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, like, the biggest thing. Because it's not like Gundam Universe did bad, so they have to do a new toy line. Gundam Universe has been doing fine from what I've seen. They're still doing new waves of it. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So, like, why are you doing this? Who is this for? Not me. I don't know. Who, I don't know who this is for. I mean, I would. Anyway. I would buy a like an HG Artemis. I think it's cool. The thing is, if you bought an HG Artemis, it would look better than this toy. Of course, of course. And probably be about like three dollars more expensive, honestly. Uh, anyway. Just minor complaint. Had a complaint about that toy line because it looks so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, now there is also a um, one other upgrade to this, but the upgrade it's weird to talk about because it's kind of a double X and it's kind of uh, a destiny. Um, but we're not going to get to this ever again, so whatever. Let's just talk about it. Yeah, let's just. Do we it. have the Gundam Arius. So what they have changed here is they have given it oh sorry also an f91 because look at those arms i didn't even notice it has the f91 fins in its arms oh it does so it has f91 arms for the shoulders but the lower arms are very obviously destiny gundam with like the beam shields the legs are f91 legs but the skirt is still like you know the head is just the destiny gundam head even more so than the artemis Mm -hmm. uh the torso is the same as the artemis it's like that gundam x torso but with some modifications like it has like well like vents next to the uh like like next to the not the cockpit but like the middle of the torso Mm -hmm. the lower torso those are not normally there um but the skirts are the gundam x skirts but recolored the backpack though is the destiny gundam's wings but also what if you replaced like the cannon and the sword of the destiny gundam with two satellite cannons Mm -hmm. 
Which is kind of a neat idea, honestly. Like, I don't hate this in idea. It's very weird. Um, what a strange design, though. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very hard for me. This is, I think, the first... Ver- you know, we haven't talked about the Destiny yet. I fucking love the Destiny. Um, this is one of the first Destiny variants I've seen where I'm not on board. I don't think it comes together. That's fair. Um, well, the problem is, I think it needs... <sighs> We talked about how the X is a cohesive design. Mm-hmm. This does not feel cohesive in that. No. Way. The shoulders are very big and blank and white. The the way that this is blue, the blue almost just the blue and the white just makes my eyes kind of roll over. It needs like either more red or something. It mm-hmm. Needs something more going on with it because the problem is though it has too much going on. Just too much going on with the blue though. Like I don't like like the stripes like on the knees and the crotch area. It just doesn't have like the good blocking that mm-hmm. i would want mm-hmm. you know um which it's just weird it's interesting seeing the difference between the uh the like Artwork. the in-game model and the art of it yeah the in-game model is actually a lot more stylized like the shoulders look more like the f91 like the metal build mm-hmm. like in, in like they have like all these faces on it i think i like the in-game model a bit more actually yeah um and then the wings on the backpack actually looks like the wings are also based on the metal build destiny the, it's interesting uh, that the in-game model uses like the the normal one looks like you know just like um, Okawara just kind of combined them in a way, whereas like the in-game model is like oh let's take design cues from these like cool metal figures. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like it more for that honestly between like the shoulders and the backpack being like these like weird pointiness. Yeah, to it. it works. A the head better. also the head also is like kind of like the Destiny. Um, metal build because it's got like the sharper angles going on. but then even more so if you look at the legs it looks like the lower half of the leg is just a different leg than the upper part yeah that's the thing like they didn't they didn't blend it good no um the the parts the the problem is you're adding f91 parts onto a bunch of square parts too like yeah there are or parts that are rounded in different ways like they're not like the design just doesn't really mesh because of that, yeah it right? just clashes like, if you look at the original art, you look at the shoulders, and it's F91 torsos, which are very, or shoulders, which are very round. Look at the torso, which is kind of the Gundam X torso, which is round in its own way, but they've also added, like, square details. The forearms are, like, the Destiny, so they're a lot more angular. Like, you just got all these things that are clashing, like, element-wise to me. Um, it sucks, because, like, I like ideas of this. I, I like mm-hmm. the, like, way they, they do the satellite cannons, combining those with the wings, but it's just not... It's just not doing it for me though, just as a design. It's yeah. just like uh it, it's not it, it's not better than the sum of its parts being made out of the double X, the F ninety one and the uh Destiny Gundam. It is yeah. just not better than those. I do still quite like the um Artemis though. The Artemis is fine. Yeah. Uh interesting custom for a game. Um I'm glad it's not just like a weird kit bash like a lot of the customs are. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah. And I guess that will be it for our Gundam X episode. We managed to make it to the last an hour. <laughs> Even with having the double X be its own thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think we're good on that, though. Uh, well, Dylan, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at LolaPolyRobot on Twitter.com. That's me. Okay. Uh, you can find me on twitter at six detmar s-a-x-d-e-t-t-m-a-r you can find my work at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia and folks 
Uh, I don't can't think of a reason to say I am selling this Gundam. <laughs> Peace. Can I find the words to tell you how I live between the walls of Stephen's stone? How I close my eyes to find some kind of rapture in a world where you can feel so warm. Inside, I'm full of light and laughter. There's a flame that burns.